Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about the business of real life. If you're a working mom or a mompreneur, this is where you want to be. This is where we share tips right off Elaine's Kitchen Table about business and parenting. Being a mom of three and wearing multiple hats, from CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisies Limited to speaker and educator, Elaine knows how valuable your time is, so this podcast is going to be short and sweet. Whether you're tuning in while driving to a meeting, washing dishes, or sitting in the school parking lot waiting to pick up the kids, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated to be that successful person you're capable of being and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. I am so honored to have you here with us today where we talk about the business of real life. Whether it's about business or parenting, we're going to share things that we have learned, lessons that we have learned off our kitchen table. I am so honored to have our guest with us today who is a beautiful friend of mine and a, a, a mom of two beautiful girls. My guest today is part media maven with a background in producing, hosting, and financing travel documentary television, along with experience in business development and strategy know-how. She is a passionate coach to enter entrepreneurs and professional women, guiding and supporting them to advance in their lives and their careers. Since becoming a mom to two beautiful girls, she feels even more dedicated in her role to serving women in business as they smash the system—I can't say—the statistics and shift that paradigm facing women in business today. Here with me today is Lisa Van Ruick, founder of Bloom Business Development and Bloom Lisa Coaching. Lisa, I am so honored to have you join us today. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, Elaine, for inviting me here to be on your podcast. What a lovely introduction. And I'm just so honored to share this experience with you and your listeners. Now, I am, I, I'm very excited to, to get to know you better. And every time I speak with you, I'm always so encouraged. And you are just lovely. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you. I, I am going to jump right into it because I know that our, our listeners are, are waiting to, to hear what you have to say. <clears throat> Yes, and they're very busy, just like you. Just like every mom, yes. like yourself. Yes. yes. So I have to ask, as a, success, a successful business owner, so like many people think that it's so easy to, to just go with it because it's your business, life is easy. And I would love for you to bring a reality check to how there are challenges, and it can be so difficult at being an entrepreneur and are you able to share with us an experience that you've had along your journey of something that just did not work out? It may have been your worst experience and what you discovered from it. Oh, oh gosh, worst experience? Uh, well, I guess an everyday challenge is cash flow. You know, you've really got to be prepared for the cycles of your business um, as just part of that rockiness of the journey. But worst experience, I would have to say, because this stung, this one really stung. I had a client that I worked with for many, many years. Uh, he's never what I'd call an ideal client, but he, he paid his invoices on time and he was a funny guy and, and was a regular stream of work for me. And one day he called me up with this amazing opportunity. Uh, he had a, a pretty big ticket sponsorship deal he wanted me to sell and offered me a 
$6,000 commission to close the deal, which is amazing. Who doesn't want, who doesn't want that? So we had a really good discussion about it. And he sent me what in hindsight was a loosely worded email. Um, yeah. So I, I closed many deals for him over the years so that the email was, was okay with me to move forward. And I was fired up and excited and was really proud of myself when I filled the sponsorship within a week of being asked. But in the end, he only paid me my day rate and decided not to pay any commission at all, citing that I did it so quickly, it didn't warrant any type of payout above my day rate. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I learned three important lessons from that. Number one, always put the specifics in writing. Number two, not to do business with that client anymore. And <laughs> number three, I'm a really good salesperson. You know, I should have been rewarded for that great quick work. Um, yeah, so silver lining and a lot of lessons learned. Absolutely. I love, I love what you said. I'm going to repeat that because you said, you know, always put the specifics in writing and how important is that? Because you can go right back to it and say, well, it says it right here. Yes. I love that you learned who not to work with because you always <laughs> learn something from every situation that we have. Yes. And, you know, and I would even thank them sometimes. I thank you for that. I've learned to not do that again. And, and, but my favorite is your third lesson that you learned is that you acknowledge your skill, that you, you close that, that, uh, that deal so quickly. And, you know, that's what you should have been rewarded for not because it would take three months, but you did it in a week. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I really see that when you close the door, new doors open. And when you in, embrace what you've learned and what you're good at, the opportunities, they just start rolling in. So, yes. So it, it is a tough road being an entrepreneur. And often entrepreneurs are, are, are not choosing that as their first occupation because they've come from a different trade, a different uh, profession, or they're coming from, from just ground zero with no business experience. So what would you say are the top three must-haves for a person who wants to start up their own business? Oh, top three. Well, let's, um, let's call them hot tips for your listeners who are considering starting up a business. Uh, seeing as I'm a business coach, this is, this is coming from my heart. Uh, tip number three, you must kick your brag shame to the curb. Brag shame can be defined as a chronic inability to share your accomplishments, your wins, and your good news out of a deep-seated fear of being judged or seen as boastful or conceited. Your product or service is your business, and you must promote it with confidence. Mm -hmm. Only 12% of women entrepreneurs in North America earn over $100,000 a year. You are going to have to work, grow, evolve, market, and sell like you have never done before when you start your own business. And you must believe in your own inherent awesomeness to be a huge success and share it comfortably with other people. I yeah? love that. So, Thank goodness. So many but, great words you said from, from just being confident to grow, evolve, sell, mm -hmm. believe, mm -hmm. believe, and share it. 
Yes, yes. I like and that. Tip- brag shame. Yes, brag shame. Love yes. it. It's an epidemic. Moving on to tip number two, please place a higher value on being respected than on being liked. You need to know that the nice girls don't get the corner office. Being nice is great, but you have to earn respect to get ahead in business. And I find women often put that emphasis on the nice, and I want to see it on the respect. And tip number one, don't believe everything you think. With with 60,000 thoughts or more each and every day, to be successful and excel at being an entrepreneur, you must first recognize this inner dialogue and the patterns that show up. Um, One example of this is many women grew up in a household where there was a lack mindset around money, and this mindset typically follows us into adulthood. And it leaves its mark on our approach to money, to business, creating abundance, and ultimately on your confidence. You can choose your thoughts on purpose with the right tools and systems and dedication, having that awareness. And when you can focus on growth in learning and on doing what it takes to get you where you need to go, because starting your own business can feel like going on a road trip without a map. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that you're saying that. Choose your thoughts on purpose. Yeah. Choose but, them on purpose. But you are so right about about how your your the beliefs that you have in your brain aren't us always the right thing to do or think. And you know, I I I think about uh, I I heard someone else say, you know, when when we say to our daughters when someone um, hires them to babysit and they're about to pay your daughter and you say, oh, no, 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 that's okay. She, she, she did not mind doing it. It's all good. Let her do it. And, you know, I think I was brought up that way and mm-hmm. I babysat for free a lot and it was out of, I guess, the kindness of my mom offering my services and that was okay. And, you know, I, I caught myself doing that with my own daughter when whether she was taking care of someone's dog or and they offered to pay her and I said, Oh no, 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 that's okay. She it was all good. She didn't mind. And you know, I'm thinking, what kind of lesson am I engraving into my daughter? So when she yeah. is older and because I know I still do this where I say, Oh no, no, just take the product. It's okay. You just take it for free because yeah. I know you need it. And yeah. you know, we are undervaluing ourselves and I, I love that's how, the word. I, Value. I, I love what you said and your point, your tip number two about putting more importance into respect than being liked. How often do we feel that if someone doesn't like our product or service, that it's a personal reflection of they don't like me. Yeah. But when you handle a situation and there is respect, that is even more important. And these are great points. And even if people turn off the show now, I think they got great gems from you. Great. Good. (laughs) Don't turn it off. Lovely of you to say. (laughs) Yeah, I really see that. I want to see women value themselves in in such a bigger way out there. You know, I I see a lot of... um, what you were saying about your daughters, those lessons we were taught when we were little kids about being polite, being sweet, not climbing up the slide. You know, I want I want us to jump off the slide. You know, those those girlish traits don't serve us as women in business. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I posted a quote today saying that, you know, let your actions be, or let your choices be directed by hope and not your fear. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Now I want to know what, what was it that made you start your business? You know, ever since I was a kid, I found that people and often perfect strangers talk to me in a way that I've realized doesn't happen to everyone. Mm. <laughs> and I'm always so honored when people open up their vulnerabilities to me and have the courage to go after more than just okay in life. Um, but I do owe the motivation to taking the plunge into starting my own business to motherhood. I really had an amazing career in television, but having kids made me realize that Working that much overtime was only worth it if it had a direct benefit for our family. And I really sort of stumbled into it. In October of 2008, I lost my dad to cancer one week and then my dream job seven days later. I was in a very fragile state for a few months. And once I got my head above water, I put a few calls out to my network and booked some meetings to explore some new work opportunities for myself. And one sunny February day, I headed downtown Vancouver and had three back-to-back meetings, and I signed up three clients. I thought being an entrepreneur was a breeze, Elaine. <laughs> I was off and running. I mean, it certainly hasn't been that easy over the past seven years, but it was certainly a fabulous start that is wonderful and that there is a big <laughs> gust of wind blowing that sail from the start that is so important yeah because <laughs> we only have so much air in our lungs <laughs> yes yes no I love that thank you so I'm gonna jump right into your eureka moment Lisa what is the best lesson in business or in parenting for that matter that that you have learned from either a mentor or from your own journey that makes you who you are today? Oh, gosh. I have to say a story I could share was a mentor I worked with closely for years taught me a really invaluable lesson, which I have applied time and time again. And he used to say, Lisa never agreed to a deal on the spot. Always think on it overnight. <laughs> and I could give you a dozen examples of how giving myself that time to digest information, whether it's replying to an email or a contract, it has just resulted in much better outcomes, leaving both parties happier and really set us up for healthier long-term relationships. Yeah, and I I bring a lot of mindfulness into my business and I think that was that was really a great foundation for me to be in the moment because life happens right now. Yes, it does. Yeah. Now, do you think that this lesson of not agreeing to a deal right on this spot is something that you could transfer into something you teach your children? Yeah, you know, when you're not sure what to do, do nothing. You know, trust that inner voice. If something's telling you it doesn't feel right, I, I, I like to teach my girls to be strong, to believe in themselves, to value that voice inside of them 
above, you know, it's so easy. You get into a little bit older at school and your peer group becomes so important. And I've raised, I'm raising my kids to, to trust themselves as, as their best advisor. Mm. That is great advice. And, you know, and whether it's our children or being an entrepreneur to, as Jim True Loving says, to go with your gut, you have to trust that gut feeling. Yes. It never leads you astray. No. No. And I'm going to close on this question. What being the easy daisies lady, and I'm all about establishing good habits in our lives. Ah. (laughs) Lisa, what would you say are your top two or three habits in maintaining success in business that you could share with our listeners right now? Sure. Sure. Um, uh, stay organized. When you're an entrepreneur, two days are never the same, and it makes all the difference to plan out your day the night before. This is amazing. If you can track your to-do list for the next day over the course of the day and just polish it up, you can go to bed knowing you have a handle on, on the following day and get so much done. And my next one, I've heard you say this as well, Elaine, and I do it too. I believe you must allocate CEO level work in the morning, money making work. I personally use the Pomodoro technique and I have this great free app that times me out for four focused work periods with a short break in between each one. And then after that takes about two hours, after that I can take a longer break of about half an hour And I get so much done and I only allocate business growing activities for those sessions. If you can put two hours of work, focused work into growing your business at least five days a week, you are off and running. Uh, Yeah. And secondly, I would say you have to have a support team in place. If you want to stay small in your business, just keep doing everything yourself. And if spending those two hours a day on money-making activities sounds like a fantasy, you need some help. Your family wants you to be successful, so ask who you can to help you and hire who you can afford. That extra time that they free up for you takes so much pressure off your shoulders and allows you to grow your business. Brilliant. Love it. Lisa, you are lovely and wonderful, and I know that I've been inspired talking to you, and I, oh. I just want to thank you for being on our show today and and inspiring all of us. So thank you, Lisa. Oh, gosh. Thank you, Elaine. It's always nice talking with you, and thank you for sharing your stories with me here today. Thank you. I love to hear your comments and feedback, so please do tell me what you want to hear about. You can find me on Twitter at Chat with Elaine or on Facebook at Elaine's Kitchen Table or at www.elaineskitchentable.com. And I would so appreciate if you took a moment to rate my podcast on iTunes and be so thrilled if you would like to subscribe to my podcast and feel free to leave a comment there too. I am truly honored that you tuned in today and I hope that you got inspired in the business of life. Thank you so much.